to Stars, Stones, and Stories. I am your host, Rama, and together we are weaving ancient future wisdom as we birth the new earth. If you're into astrology, cosmology, living mythology, earth-based spirituality, and ancestral healing, you are home. If you've stumbled upon this podcast and are new to these topics, this is Sovereign Sanctuary to expand and deepen your wisdom. As a cosmic priestess, I witness many at the threshold of great transformation. I specialize in astrological divination, sacred site activations, and priestess arts for the Aquarian Age. You may learn more about my work and budding mystery school at earthseedtemplearts.com or follow Earthseed Temple Arts on Instagram. This community is your opportunity to claim your story, your unique identity and power, knowing that you are the hero of your own journey. You are a hologram for the collective and you matter. The world needs your gifts and creativity now more than ever. Crystallize your medicine. Oh, great ancient ones, great ancestors, we call to you. May you hear the voices of your descendants traversing through time and space. We humbly ask for your support, your wise medicine ways, and your genius solutions in these times. Dear ancestors, we wish to partner with you, for we know we cannot do this alone. As we traverse the mystery, we ask that you, our starry ancestors, are with us each breath of the way. May we have clarity of mind and crystalline vision to see through the dark. May we walk our paths of high holy truth, as that is what is needed now more than ever. And so it is. Welcome to the Virgo New Moon. It is aligned on Saturday, the 27th of August at 4.16 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time at 4 degrees, 3 arc minutes, Virgo. We know Virgo, this archetype of the maiden, the holistic healer, the organizer, and the humble servant, is so much more than those descriptive words. A lot of astrology describes Virgo as analytical and organized and prepared and diligent. And we know that Virgos can be perfectionists and very discerning and health conscious and discriminating and at times just downright neurotic and overly critical of self and others, usually themselves more than anyone else. However, I'd like to offer you a higher frequency of Virgo that I think often gets overlooked and I found very key to understanding Virgo season and how to work with this 
really beautiful, quite poetic energy. It is a time to really anchor into mind-body healing and to take care of our body temples. And as Virgo sits on the zodiacal axis across from the sign of Pisces, and Pisces is really all about spirit and the mystical realms and the artistic muse and the creator that connects to this larger collective psyche. Virgo's are the channels that ground that frequency here on earth. So I find this Virgoian energy actually to be quite spiritual and quite beautiful. This Virgo new moon opens up a portal for each one of us to become more devotional and also really anchor into our physical bodies not as a means to control or become hypervigilant, but as a means to really be that pure channel for spirit to flow through. So this time of year is always a phenomenal time of year to look at your life and see where in your chart that four degrees, three arc minutes Virgo is living, because that's where a rebirth is happening for you at this time. And really to see where where you can become more conscious in your day-to-day living. For some of us, it will be around our actual health. There might be some changes we need to make around the foods we're bringing in or the beverages, or perhaps we're not drinking enough water or getting enough movement, or perhaps you need to engage in some new daily rhythms and rituals like dry brushing and massaging your whole body with oil and then getting into the cold shower. So there's a lot of possibilities in how to connect this season. I personally have come to relate Virgo season as a time to connect to the celestial mother frequency. We know around this time of year, we're really beginning to harvest the beautiful fruits of our labor and the beautiful grains that have literally been growing in the ground. When we think of the cycle of what farmers, how they seed and cultivate. And so we also are cultivating for ourselves something really rich and beautiful. Virgos have this ability to see beyond what is in front of them. I know that astrology quite often points to them as being overly focused in the details, like the devil in the details. That's a very Virgoian statement. And yes, I agree with that. But I also believe that Virgos in that detail orientation also have an ability to see further and wider when they can connect to the celestial mother frequency. The celestial ma is rooted here on earth through the archetype of Isis, great mother Isis. As we've journeyed through stars, stones, and stories, we've discussed how Isis is connected to Sabtet, Sirius, Sothis. The Greeks called the star Sothis, and this Virgo season I believe is so connected to the fertility of the earth and the sovereignty of the land. Virgo has connections to the word virgin. This concept of the virgin has been distorted through time and space to create this character of the feminine that is chaste and that is immaculate. And we all know if we understand how 
procreation works and how fertility works, any being that is giving birth has some form of conception that is taking place. Now, I want to be clear, I do believe in light conception, and I do believe that is something that is very, very possible. And I also believe that the concept of the virgin was purposely distorted to control the feminine power. Virgin, in actuality, connects to a being. Virgin connects to a being who is sovereign, who is completely in control of their domain and who has the freedom to determine what will and will not happen to their physical body. We all know here in 2022, we are still fighting for women's rights around what can and cannot be chosen for each woman's body. So we have we have some ways to go collectively around sovereignty. And when we look to the mythology, the cosmology of the great goddess through all different cultures, there is always a connection to the goddess and the land and the land as being sovereign, something that is free and wild. Once the feminine spirit is recognized through humanity as a force that can be free and wild, we will have true earth healing. The connection to the feminine and the earth are symbiotic. This Virgo new moon is squaring Mars four degrees Gemini. And I believe this is a significant opening to the Mars journey. We know Mars will be retrograde for a good chunk of the fall. And on the 3rd of September, we really slip into the front end shadow of the Mars retrograde. Both this Virgo new moon, Virgo season, the sign of Mercury, and now Mars in Gemini are all answering to Mercury on one level or another. There's a lot of information to be revealed through this lunar cycle. And as we turn to the Sabian symbol of five degrees Virgo, it is a person becoming aware of nature spirits and normally unseen spiritual energies. This is the opening of new levels of consciousness. Therefore, through this Virgo new moon and the lunar season that will take us up to the Libra new moon, there's an opportunity for each one of us, for you to open to new levels of awareness, to begin to feel into the subtle realms that are around you on the daily and to allow the mind to slow down on one frequency so that you are able to heighten your own intuitive awareness and your connection to your feelings, in turn opening the gates of the imagination. The imagination has the ability to bring us a clearer path to understanding and knowledge and wisdom. With this square to Mars and Gemini and the immense, immense mercurial Thoth-Tahuti frequency of this month to come, 
there is the ability to penetrate into the mystical levels of life. I invite you to allow yourself to receive messages that bring you deeper into your waking consciousness, to take time for creative fantasies, perhaps even reading fairy tales or old mythological stories, allowing yourself to attune to the unseen realm, to the nature spirits and the fairies. The star sparks for five degrees Virgo is a skull on a pole at the entrance to a dark wood. This frequency comes across much different than the Sabian symbol on one level in the sense that it's speaking to how perhaps as death stands before you to mark your passage from one world to the next, there might be a pattern of feeling a lot of fear around potential loss, um, this way of kind of freaking yourself out. Often one can assume that obstacles will inevitably be overwhelming and that the odds are stacked against them. We tend to psych ourselves out with worry and anxiety about what is to come. However, if we can approach death from a shamanic and initiatory path, then it can become a whole other journey. Elias Lonsdale said, If we ever grasp the side of death, we are given a skeleton key that will open any and every door throughout the inner worlds. All we have to do is follow our impulse for the unlimited and not allow ourselves be talked out of it by the hordes inside the head or the hordes outside. This interpretation of a skull on a pole at the entrance to a dark wood offers for this Virgo new moon that there's this tension between the two realms. And I was thinking about this as we gathered in honor of the dark moon for the Women's Wisdom Council. I was sharing about this concept of in relationship to the celestial ma and when I think of Isis in goddess of 10,000 names in one of her forms, she's queen of heaven and stars. She's also goddess of the grain. And so she's able to really anchor in that starry wisdom into the embodiment of the land. And ultimately, that is the journey of the Virgo is how to anchor that cosmic Piscean wisdom into the body temple of each of us as humans and to the earth herself. So there's this holding of tension between the two realms. And quite often when we think of the Matrix, we think of the movie The Matrix, and perhaps depending on where you are in your evolutionary journey, you can see the world around you on some level as being quite a, a real reflection for that realm of, of the Matrix, the Matrix of Neo and Trinity's journey. However, we know that that is a matrix that is dominated and controlled by artificial intelligence or AI. And one of the things that I was sharing in our Virgo Dark Moon Council was that when we consider the goddess and the feminine, we can find the goddess at the root of all cultures. Women are at the hearth. 
they are at the center of prayer and devotion and, and love and the continuing on of lineage. As we consider that and as we consider the actual original matrix, the true matrix, the true matrix is the vast, great cosmic womb of all cosmic wombs out there moving through time and space that we can access through that great attractor point around 13, 14 degrees Sagittarius. This Virgo new moon allows us to hold the tension between the two realms, between that AI matrix and the matrix of the great feminine that is the actual, real, authentic, initial, the pure, the true matrix, that great magnetic cosmic womb that all of creation comes from. As we sink deeper into that, if we know that all of creation comes from that great feminine source point, then we know it is part of the feminine's journey to explore these different realms and realities. And if we can allow for those realities to have their kind of like their play, like their, when I say their play, I mean really their play, because it is like a play. When we can have the, allow those realities to have their play free of judgment and really surrender and let it go, just like if you have given birth to a child and you might have a particular dream for your child's life or hope around their destiny. However, any great parent is actually going to really deeply listen to the soul of the child as the child is growing and developing and support that child's unique particular destiny, not their own wishes or hopes or desires for their child. In many ways, that is part of what we're experiencing in this realm of humanity now is how do we hold the tension between the two realms, hold our own unique destinies and dharmas, and also see around us where there are very different realities. As we go deeper into this new earth consciousness, which unfortunately, like so many other things, is being hijacked out there, what I want to say about that is that we don't even have to worry about what is being hijacked or what isn't, because if we stay steady to our own dreams and our own dharma and our own destiny and our own soul purpose, everything else that is static and noise will eventually fall away. So this four degrees, three arc minutes, Virgo new moon, on one level, wishes for you to dream, to imagine, to connect to the realm of the fae and the little people and the unseen, otherworldly beings, to be a visionary spirit that supports uplifting beliefs in this here and now, to know that you are original, that you are dynamic, and that you gain knowledge from the mystic unconscious and express that information creatively. Therefore, we could say an affirmation to work with this lunar cycle is, the power of my imagination banishes fear and promotes hope. There is an ability for sacred embodiment with this Virgo new moon 
to make the mundane profane and to be here now. As Virgo connects to the Virgin, for me, Virgo connects to Great Mother Isis, and I see her so interwoven into her Nekbet form. The Nekbet as that great vulture goddess, that great protectress that is primal and instinctual and also highly, highly intelligent. On one level, we could even say that, yes, Isis had a divine and immaculate conception as she conceived her son Horus after her husband's death. But first, as her husband Osiris died by being cut into 14 different pieces by his brother Set and strewn all throughout the land, even beyond the borders of Egypt, Isis had to fly as the vulture goddess, and she had to step into that primordial form, that instinctual form, so that she could literally smell her beloved's flesh before it had gotten to the state of rotten meat so that she could find his flesh and help bring him back to life. And all pieces were found except for the 14th, the phallus. With magical help, she created a clay phallus and was able to go through a powerful ritual and through that became pregnant with her son Horus, who we know as Horus as Heru, the freedom, the eternal freedom. And therefore there's this journey of the great mother, goddess of 10,000 names, working her amazing magic to bring her beloved back to life, yet also having to surrender to the reality that on one level, he was forever gone because Wasir was there to work into the realms of the other world, the, the place, the space of the dead. And so between the realms, they worked together and their son, Horus, became the great protector of all of the Egyptian kings. This is a story on one level that we find of the first light conception, the first divine conception, a story of great purity. However, it is a story of great purity because it is a story of great love and great devotion and what one will do, what initiations one will go through. In that story itself, Isis had to go through the, the shamanic portals of death over and over and over again. Virgo is the largest constellation in the sky and the only zodiacal symbol that is female. In our physical body, this connects to the intestines, the bowels, and our ability to digest life. To digest life means to know how to take in nourishment and integrate it and assimilate it, and to let go. It is a massive process that for many of us as humans, we're still figuring out. This ability to be able to determine what our body needs, what is healthy for each one of us individually, is a skill and a gift. And then to take in the correct amounts and portions and 
for our bodies to move through the whole digestive process in a good way. These are things that some people take for granted, but there are a lot of people on the planet that really struggle with poor digestion. That's just the physical level of life and matter. However, there's our ability to digest our emotional experiences and our mental processes and our spiritual expansion and how to bring that nourishment into our multi-body system and integrate it and apply it. This is part of the gift and the skill of the Virgo as this mutable earth moves and shifts. Therefore, on some level, this new moon is asking you to anchor deeper into the body, to know that embodiment is a key to manifestation. And in consideration of that, I hope that you will take the time to write down your new moon wishes anywhere between two and ten wishes, intentions. And I just want to say there are so many studies out there that have been done that if you write something down and you write it down every day, you're at least 44% more likely to bring it into reality. And so I encourage you, yes, write your new moon intentions down and keep writing them. Try writing them for an entire lunar cycle. Write down 15 times each day your top three intentions for an entire lunar cycle And then write me back at support at earthseedtemplearts.com and let me know what has unfolded in your life. Wishing and writing intentions is really about deciding what you want in life and calling it in. And there are so many studies that have been done that if you write down what you want to experience in your life, you're 44% more likely to bring that into reality. Those are some really strong odds. And I want to be clear with new moon intentions, it's important to write them down. Typing it into a phone or some other device is not the same. There's something about having something on paper, using your hand, and that coordination between your hand and your brain and your eyes. And it brings in a whole other level of subconscious awareness and alignment that is key to bringing in manifestation practices. So I always encourage people to write anywhere between two to 10 intentions. And you're going to use the language if you so desire. The language will be, I am easily and effortlessly finding myself, whatever your two to 10 intentions are. And then if you want to take it up another notch, I would encourage you this month, this Virgo season, to write down your new moon intentions every single day. You could even choose your top three intentions and write them down 15 times every single day. And I urge you to try that. Let me know how it goes. Send a message to support at earthseedtemplearts.com. But you have to do it for the whole lunar cycle from this Virgo new moon until the Libra new moon. And I I guarantee you, you're going to see some phenomenal shifts in your life. Now, as we know, timing is everything. There are seeds that are planted in the spring so that there can be a harvest with the fall. And the new moon is the most potent time to start new ventures of any kind to stimulate new beginnings in our lives. Virgo season is a really good time to think about your own diet, 
the foods you're bringing into your body? How do you nourish your body? Do you need to establish different health habits? Uh, Are there connections with healers you'd like to make? Are there people that you would like to start working with to deepen your own healing experience in your life? This is also a good time to focus on structured routines and anything dealing with, with work projects or tasks or other kinds of jobs, creating more order in your environments, handling details, going through paperwork, Anything that requires some sort of focus or critical thinking, so any kind of studies. And this month, especially with all of the mercurial energy, it's a phenomenal time to be studying astrology. And if you didn't know, I am just launching my very first Foundations in Astrology course. This is a great time of year to also think about where you are desiring too much perfection in your life or you're overly critical or worrying a lot or working yourself too hard and modify and create more pleasure and more play and also uh, greater this Virgo season I think is one of the best times to really embody a greater spiritual practice. Now in the physical body this time of year We are very activated in our bowels, our intestines, our entire digestive center, and the solar plexus. The solar plexus connecting with the solar plexus chakra and our ability to digest and assimilate all processes in life. A week from now, we will be experiencing the first quarter moon on Saturday, the 3rd of September. That will be a Sagittarius first quarter moon. So that's when we're really starting to feel a little tension around the intentions we've put out. And remember, as this Virgo new moon begins, we have the square to Mars and Gemini. And on the 3rd of September... Mars and Gemini enters the front in shadow of the retrograde cycle at eight degrees, eight arc minutes Gemini. Mars will be retrograde on the 30th of October, all the way until the 12th of January, 2023. And Mars will be traveling retrograde in the realm of eight degrees, eight arc minutes Gemini to 25 degrees, 36 arc minutes Gemini. So it's a long stretch and it's a long retrograde portal. If you're curious and you want to know more about this retrograde cycle and how you can work with it and how you can work with Mars and Gemini, I did create a Mars masterclass. And in the show notes, there will be a way for you to link up to that and receive the recording if that resonates for you. On Monday, the 5th of September, Venus enters Virgo, joining the Virgo party. So we're going to have a lot of really kind of meticulous and focused energy. Now, Venus is one of the signs that does not do well in Virgo because Venus and Virgo can definitely get stuck in some of those more shadowy aspects of Virgo. And if you have Venus and Virgo, I do urge you to really see what house it lives in and to look at how you can learn to be less critical of yourself first and foremost, but also others, and learn how to lighten that energy up. 
And I believe that working with the Nekbet and the vulture goddess, great mother Isis, and all of her myriad of forms can be an opportunity for you to learn how to let go a little bit and become more sovereign within your own self and freeing yourself of any self-imposed limitations. With that, as we're talking about astrology, I am delighted to share with you that I have officially launched Skywalkers Foundations in Astrology. This is a five-week live virtual course. It will be recorded. And so if you're not able to attend the live teaching sessions and you're called to this course, I urge you to sign up and to step into the portal. Pre-registration has opened for the course and pre-registration is available now through the 31st of August with a special discount and a special bonus offer. This is my first cohort of this foundations course. So even when the official registration period opens, which is going to be on the 1st of September, the, the value of what I'm delivering and what I'm asking for your investment will never be this low again. And this first cohort is an opportunity to join me in this process and learn with me. And then also you will have the opportunity to repeat this course again and again and really lock in the foundations. So I hope you'll step into the portal we begin on the 13th of September, and it is an opportunity for you to experience an alchemy of ancient and modern astrological teachings for your cosmic clarity. I created Skywalkers because I know within your essence, you are already an astrologer. The truth is that astrology is, is a gateway to know your soul purpose in this universe. With this curriculum, we have five different modules where you're going to learn about the history of astrology, the elements and modalities, meaning fire, earth, air, water, and cardinal, fixed, and mutable. And you're going to learn how to really understand these energies because they are the basis of everything in astrology. And if you get these elements and modalities down, you will be golden. You're also going to learn about the planets and their archetypes and all of the zodiac signs and the contemporary and ancient interpretations of them. With the planets and the zodiac signs, there will be opportunities to work with the glyphs so you can really embody the energy of the glyphs and learn how to draw and recognize them, which I think is really important for basic understanding of astrology. In the fifth module, we're going to cover the house system, and we'll talk about the house system from a traditional astrological perspective and also a modern astrological perspective. And I think it's important to understand both house systems, regardless of whether you decide you want to be more of a modern astrologer or a traditional astrologer. It's good to understand because not all astrologers make it clear what kind of astrology they're practicing. And you can start to pick up on that by listening to what house systems and how they talk about houses. I think that it's important to really be on the pulse of 
the ancient perspectives of astrology and the modern and to be educated in both languages for your own benefit as an astrologer. We will also have two synthesis Saturdays, which are going to be opportunities for you to experience how to blend all of the techniques offered in Skywalkers and also how to decipher chart interpretations from a very basic level. Now, I want to be clear, I am not teaching in Skywalkers a lot of different things that might get thrown into a foundations course. I'm not covering aspects and I'm not covering the goddess asteroids and some other key components like Chiron that I work with deeply in my astrology. And the reason why is because I want you to walk away from this foundations course so solid in the principles of this practice so that you can build from there. Because what I have discovered and what I have received as feedback from a number of people who have joined in other people's astrology courses is that they get thrown so much information and so much jargon to begin with and they their heads just start spinning and there's no grounding component. And with a foundation's course, you should feel really grounded and like you can really lean into the information. From there, if you want to continue in your study of astrology, that's when you can start to add in the aspects and the goddess asteroids and so many other amazing topics, which yes, we will be exploring in the intermediate astrology salon, which I will be offering later on this fall for those who are interested. So that will be coming. Foundations are key and they're so necessary for a good basic beginning. I hope you will join us. It's five Tuesdays beginning on the 13th of September going into October and all of the dates, all of the information is listed in the show notes. So there's a link for you to click into on so many levels this course. I mean, it has been years coming and I'm just it, like everything. It was, you know, it's like a bit of a baby to push out to, to bring it to life. And also I can see the beauty in the timing in that this course is being delivered at the beginning of a Mercury retrograde in the season of Virgo with so much mercurial energy and Mars and Gemini. And I have a lot of Gemini and Virgo placements. And so I really can see kind of like the higher purpose to why it's taken this time to deliver this course. And on a deeper level, this course is absolutely connected and devoted to Great Mother Isis and to Tehuti Thoth. I know that... In this time, there's also a lot of intensity. August, for many people, felt like a very tight, intense month, and there was a lot of energy that was not really moving forward. And now we have a lot more forward motion. However, the intensity is still there and will be there. And so I urge you to find ways where you can really raise your vibration, do the things in life that bring you joy, that that bring you happiness, that bring lightness. Allow yourself to be surrounded by truth, 
truth also raises your vibration. Holy wisdom raises your vibration. As you avoid lower octaves of frequency, as you dissolve any kind of fear of the system or fear of AI, this is really important because all of these fears and these worries and these stresses weaken your signal, your frequency signal, and also your nervous system. And I know it's not easy. I mean, I I'm sharing all of this with you and I'm also just as human and I have my days where I am feeling very overwhelmed and overloaded by so many different feelings and concerns. And when you notice that, that is a an, an time for you to really lean into, okay, I need to bring in more self-care in this moment. What does my body need? What does my emotional health need? What does my mental health need at this time? What is going to serve me? As we can find ways to step deeper and deeper into unity consciousness, we dissolve the illusion of duality. We find ourselves connected to the original blueprint of humanity. We align to the new earth consciousness. The truth is, is that no government, no military or paramilitary corporation or any negative AI agenda will ever derail the truth. It is written. It is written in the original matrix of the great feminine mother frequency. It is the golden consciousness of expansion. And so you have the ability to raise your frequency by thoughts, by deeds, by actions, by emotions, and by service to others. Each star that we see is a sun for its own system, and each sun is a greater octave of the music of the spheres. Learn to dissolve envy and jealousy. When you see someone else thriving in the world, bless them. You never know what they have traversed to gain what they have. Bless the riches of your own life and your own creative potential so that you are able to magnetize forth what you want to experience. The vulture goddess was essential to the cosmology of ancient Egypt. She was worshipped as Mut, Mother Mut, Isis, and the Nekbet, and was considered the origin of all things. The vulture goddess Nekbet was she of Nekab, El Kab, the symbol of Upper Egypt, the great protector, the great protector of the winged sun disk. One could say that this is the most primordial form of Isis as the winged vulture goddess. She is ancient and she is powerful. As we know, Iset's home is the star Sabtet, Sirius. Iset is the child of Mother Nut, Nut, the great starry system of all that is. Iset as the great mother goddess, the wife of Osiris. The vulture goddess, creatrix of Upper Egypt, carries a mystical story of the self-creating goddess, like the virgin herself. Ted Andrews speaks about how the vulture is often misunderstood. Quite often, they are only associated with death. In Greek tradition, the vulture is known to be a descendant of the griffin, a mythical creature associated with heaven and earth, spirit and matter good and evil, the guardian and the avenger, the avenger of the nature spirits. The vulture links to mysteries of life and death and is about purification, death, rebirth, and new vision. 
As we have been discussing, in Egypt, the vulture was the symbol of the mother because it devours corpses, enabling other life to sustain itself. Vultures walk, stand, and perch with dignity and confidence. They have great sight. They use the thermal rising from the earth, giving them lift. Their ability to use the thermals is similar to auric vision, the ability to see the subtle energy emanations from the body. The vulture is a patient hunter. It can soar for hours without flapping its wings. It has tremendous ability for flight without power. As the wings rarely move, it reflects that flight does not come from them. They simply use what is available. A mystical secret of the vulture is levitation. Levitation is a law of spirituality. The vulture denies the material, instead floating, rising, and soaring as a symbol of movement away from the mundane. It is a symbol of distributing one's energy so that gravity does not weigh and hold one down. Whether it is the actual gravity of the earth or the gravity of situations and experiences, Vulture teaches one how to use energy powerfully and efficiently. They have keen eyesight, eight times more sharp than a human's, and a strong sense of smell. How do things smell in your life? Smell is associated with the higher forms of discrimination in metaphysical traditions. Vultures bathe frequently in the wild and lay eggs on the bare ground. In alchemy, the vulture is a symbol of sublimation, particularly because of its resemblance to the eagle, a sign of confirmation of a new relationship between the volatile aspects of life and the fixed psychic energies and cosmic forces, a promise that the suffering of the immediate was temporary and necessary for a higher purpose at work. As we are in this time of Virgo season and the birthing of this Virgo new moon honoring the Nekbet, Isis and Thoth have such a powerful magical relationship. They're both the main psychopomps of Egyptian cosmology. Thoth as ruler of Mercury. Thoth was Ra's assistant in the Egyptian cosmology. And it is said that Ra gave Thoth the moon to balance his sun. Thoth used knowledge of mathematics to measure the seasons and regulate time. He surveyed the heaven and planned the shape of the earth. His will kept everything in equilibrium. His celestial mathematics, he kept written records of the seasons and the celestial geometry. In the pyramid text, he was assigned a role in the underworld, ferrying the dead across the winding waterway on his wings, a champion of the dead king, and he protected him from those who would do him hard. He was a protector and messenger of the gods. His specific duty was to protect the eye of Horus and see that it was conveyed to the king as he sought immortality. He also kept the records of judgments on the dead and for writing letters on behalf of the god, I have brought the palette and the ink pot as being the objects that are in the hands of Thoth, hidden with that which is in them. Behold me in the character of a scribe. As Thoth connects to hidden knowledge and as we're opening up this Mercury retrograde season, I invite you to allow yourself to hear between the words that are spoken and to read between the lines as you are working with this great archetypal master 
that travels between this world and the other world, bringing information between the two. We actually entered the shadow of Mercury retrograde on the 1st of August, and on September 9th, Venus Day, Mercury goes retrograde at 11.38 p.m. Eastern Time at 8.58 degrees 55 arc minutes Libra. Mercury will go direct on the 2nd of October at 24 degrees 13 arc minutes Virgo and clear the shadow on the 16th of October. There is so much for you to work with in this Virgo lunation and I wish you all the best in your journey of embodiment and deep self-love and nurturance and care. Please take the time to write your intentions and to play with your languaging and to listen deeply from that space of sunya. As the ancient yogis speak of the ability to really open up the deep inner ear and the deep inner wisdom. I hope you will join me in the Skywalker's adventure that we begin on the 13th of September. And as a reminder, you have the ability to pre-register between now and the 31st of August. May there be peace to the east and peace to the south, peace to the west and peace to the north, peace through the cosmos, threaded back through your heart and going deep into the core of Mother Earth. Blessed be. Take a moment and find yourself seated or come lie down free of distractions, free of electronics, closing the door to the space you're in and doing whatever it is necessary to create a sacred, quiet space and allow yourself as you sit or lie down Allow the body to become nice and heavy, deeply, deeply relaxed. Allow the breath to lengthen and deepen and find its own natural rhythm here and now. And as you do so, allow wave after wave of deep relaxation to enter in through the soles of the feet and travel up through the ankles and the shins and the calves and the thighs up into the pelvic bowl and all the digestive organs up through the vertebrae up into the lungs and the heart up through the shoulders going down the arms down through the wrists out to the fingertips and cascading back up the arms this gentle wave of relaxation coming up through the throat and the neck up into all of the muscles of the face and the head all of the bones of your head and your whole body just deeply deeply relaxing 
all of the hair on your head deeply, deeply relaxing. Allowing the bones of you to connect to the bones of Mother Earth, the place of mineral, of memory, where your story, your ancestral story is stored, welcoming in this wise, holy part of yourself, welcoming in your female lineage, your male lineage, all of your ancestral lineage, welcoming in the yin and the yang, welcoming in the unification, that mystical marriage deep, deep from within, welcoming, welcoming all parts of yourself here and now as another deep wave of relaxation runs through your entire system and you begin to feel yourself lying on the earth in a hot desert, sun-filled day and this beautiful vulture bird comes and lands next to you and as you're lying there the vulture gently gracefully begins to pick away the parts of you that are no longer you the parts of you that are ready to shed to dissolve to let go the parts of you that are diseased, that have forgotten, that have lost their way, this vulture begins to pick away gracefully, easefully all of these parts of you. And you just allow, as you lie here, you allow yourself to be picked away. You allow the muscles that carry the paradigms that are so far from your true essence to be picked away, to be devoured and consumed. And as you lie there, you begin to find yourself coming back to the very bones of who you are, just as your ancestors have done. And you find your bones lying there so beautiful, like these beautiful quartz crystals and the pure desert sun beams down upon them, activating them all the way from the great central sun of all suns, the great cosmic sun of all suns, bringing in these codes of light, of intelligence, of healing, these star seed codes filled with the great remembering. You allow these bones of yours to be filled with these light codes. And this beautiful vulture begins to flap her wings 
she begins to flap her wings and dance the sacred dance around your bones of your body and as she does so you begin you begin to grow new life new muscles new blood new skin new hair new teeth new nails and you feel yourself filling out as you breathe in this hot desert sun and hear and feel the flapping of the vulture's wings you smell her scent upon you And your flesh is fully grown out and you are this new life and you find yourself being drawn to come into this fetal position and you hug like this beautiful little rock in the center of this womb of the key of life, the Ankh symbol you find yourself holding yourself like a beautiful brand new baby in this womb of life womb of creation with your cells of all of your body singing with this new light these light codes from the great cosmic sun of creation and you allow you allow your senses to be washed over by the intelligence of your ancestors you allow your senses to be washed over by the intelligence of your descendants you allow you allow this wisdom to come through you allow the support to come through in this moment as you begin to hold within your three grails of wisdom your womb your heart your third eye you hold in the sacred space you hold the vision the prayers the intentions the seeds the seeds of plenty that you are here to cultivate in this sacred life and the neck bed she comes now to fly through the air all around you blessing you and your auric field you and your lineage blessing you and you receive the sacred blessing the sacred dance you receive this holy purification and rejuvenation and regeneration you receive and you give great thanks and you allow yourself to receive deeper and deeper and deeper
May Isis heal me as she healed her son Horus of all the pains which were brought on him. Thou, great enchantress, heal me. Save me from all evil, things of darkness, from the epidemic and deadly diseases and infections of all sorts that spring upon me, as thou hast saved and freed Horus. Free me from all possible evil, hurtful things of darkness, from epidemic and deadly fevers of all kinds. And so it is. Dive in with me at earthseedtemplearts.com and you can follow me on Instagram at earthseedtemplearts. Thank you so much for sharing sacred space. My prayer is that we as individuals awaken to the reality that each one of us is a hologram for the collective. By being fierce in our authentic truth, we have the opportunity to elevate life on this exquisite planet Earth. Crystallize your medicine.